Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio. Hello, hello. What are you up to? I'm trying to enjoy the remaining of this Memorial Day weekend before it's the final days of of school. And then I then I have one weekend before summer school. Oh, Oh, you're doing summer school. Well, if it's anything like, uh, I- I'm sure movies of the 80s taught me, summer school can be pretty <laughs> awesome. Right. You can get some real shenanigans going on there. Oh, man. <laughs> Drew Hallam, the new Rodney Dangerfield of summer school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no no respect. <laughs> <laughs> get that annoying Mark Harmon type in there. <laughs> and you're going to be like, wait a minute, aren't you like 30? <laughs> Get the new student teacher. Yeah. <laughs> that that'd be horrible. Why would they send a student teacher during summer school? <laughs> Why is it played by Kim Cattrall? <laughs> we're, Kim we're throwing you in the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Throwing you in the deep end. <laughs> Enjoy summer school. I've never taught a class. Tough shit. <laughs> I mean, I took, I had summer school twice, and one of my <laughs> teachers, it was, like, literally, like, his, it was, his, like, his first, like, month in America. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he told me summer school was the best school. <laughs> he was from, like, Kenya or something, and he was like, okay, guys, we're going to all learn this together now. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I guess they thought it would be easier because it was only eight weeks or six weeks or whatever. Oh, God, no. But you're like, but you're, I mean, luckily, I guess you're maybe for that guy. Like, it's a good thing that you're stuck with the same kids for like four hours a day. But still. Yeah, because remembering names, that's the hardest part of being a teacher. (laughs) I'll tell you right now. I... I went this entire year and some kids like I can just like stare at their face and I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I know your name, <laughs> but, but, but I mean like I'm the thing is like, if you, buddy, is that cool? right, exactly. Like if you don't interact with like certain kids or if certain kids don't act up, then yeah, you're not going to know which you're not going to know certain names, which is, I mean, luckily like 
if if like a call slip comes in and I see the name and I'm like, okay, I know, I know they're here, but I can't remember which one it was. And I'll just luckily, I'll luckily do like a quick glance at like the seating chart on the attendance program. <laughs> Look, I know you came with the name, but I know you don't care, and you know I don't care. <laughs> you came so. with the name, but I'm changing it. Welcome to German class. Welcome to German. Well, kids, kids will get mad. They're all like, "You don't know my name," and I was like, "All right, you know what? Listen, you guys have to learn a total of like five, five teacher <laughs> yeah. names." Okay, I'm I'm struggling to get down two hundred. Off. So the, the ones who get all mad about that are going to be people who grow up and walk up to people in the grocery store and like, I bet you don't remember who I am, do you? Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. I bet, I, bet you don't know, I bet you don't remember who I am. My favorite answer is like, no, and now I really don't care. Uh, I felt <laughs> really bad. Like, like I, I had a kid who he visited after school was out one day and I was just hosting Gamers Club and he walked in and immediately like, like I knew who he was. I know the face and I know all his antics that he pulled in class. But I'll be damned if I remember his name. And I felt so bad. He's like, well, I just want to come by and say hi. And I was like, that's great, dude. Like, come here, sit down. Let's catch up. And he's like, oh, I couldn't really stay. I just wanted to pop in. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks for dropping by. <laughs> the only time I've ever been, like, okay with the, like, you're not going to guess who I am, was a teacher of mine who I had really, really liked. And he was a he was a big guy and he was pretty shy, but we had like sort of like we 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 got along really well. And like my freshman year and then like my junior year, this guy came in and subbed who was incredibly like fit. And he was he like came up to me and he was like, (laughs) hey, you don't know who I am, but I was your teacher, George. And he'd um. He'd had like a health scare and then just like totally became a gym bro for like a year in like a good way, I guess. <laughs> but like got himself you're like, just you're like, not super George. Thin. And I'm like, there's no way you're George Sergrodersky. And he's like, I love seeing my old students because I love hearing you guys say that. But yes, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to George? What did you do with George? <laughs> Pretty much like, no, no, no. You that's like three of you would be George. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rest of them? He's like, yeah, I had a health scare. I had to take a whole year off of teaching, you know, like teaching's my life. And I just, I had, like, I I had to get fit for, for myself. And here I am and nobody recognizes me. Also, he grew a huge beard. So he got fit. So he's hiding. Yeah. So he's totally hiding. hiding. (laughs) He's, he's in the fitness protection program. Right. <laughs> right. He pulls the beard down. It's me, George. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like you met George. Got shades on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the one who was supervising us uh when you were my model when I had you when we were using the models room oh, that one was, thing. Was, oh, Steve, that was he nude? Was he nude? <laughs> no. Wish. Uh so <laughs> It was actually, so So George Sergodersky was my clothed figure teacher, and it was for our clothed figure assignment, and a bunch of people wanted to do a guy in a suit, and none of our models even, like, owned a suit. The only person, apparently, in the entire school who owned a suit was the head of our department, Chuck, and Chuck was busy. So I was like, <laughs> my new boyfriend has a suit. Like, he could come in, I'm sure. How, how liberal arts college is it, babe? Fucking <laughs> right, art school. So Steve came in, and we got to, like, use the uh, all the props in the models room, which is usually locked up. 
which is why I needed like a teacher's approval. But we used like the fancy lighting and I took conservatively 200 pictures of Steve in poses with like, yeah, like swords and fake, well, decommissioned guns because it turns out they were real. So was it kind of like a, a, a reputable photo booth at a wedding? No, no, this was is like straight up the professional, like the San uh-huh. Francisco Models Guild's like wow. private office on campus for the art school. Okay, then. Yeah. Like these are legit props. So yeah, do I you, took all Do you t- still have those photos? Oh, of I do. She, a bunch of, of them are on Facebook. Patreon.com slash untidy Venus. But yeah, like yeah, we have like like so I just took pictures of like Steve in a suit, and then yeah, like with the guns, so you could be secret agent man, with the katana, with the chainsaw, and like just shared them with my whole class. <laughs> so somewhere there's probably secret hundreds of Agent uh, Steve. <laughs> yeah, hundreds of paintings of Steve out there with Great you know, suit textures and whatnot. As, I know for fact Edberto still uses your pictures for his uh, for some of his secret agent. Why mess with perfection? Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it doesn't help that Steve's all legs too, so he's got like the like, like god proportions. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> built like a fucking yeah. superhero. Yeah, yeah the, the, this lady is terrible for my ego. I, I'm just telling you. Hey, I'm just telling you. So there's like. The, the baby proportions, um, child <laughs> proportions. It's it's how many heads tall everybody is. So like yeah. kids have really big heads compared to the rest of their body. Mm-hmm. That's like how you from far away you can tell it's a kid. Sure. And so you okay, do yeah, these yeah, like yeah. head <laughs> me- measurements. So like a baby's only like two heads tall. Like <laughs> until its head they, is half until they grow into it. <laughs> Pretty much. And then like 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 fourth fifth graders are like four heads tall. Like, and then like a regular. <laughs> out of here. Why do you measure these well, heads out of a duffel bag? And I'll right? demonstrate for you. True. Like, Horse, like, so like, horses okay. are in hands. Babies regular, are in heads. Regular adults <laughs> are about. Stones would that be? Regular adults are about seven heads tall. And then the god proportions, like how you dress superheroes, you make them nine heads tall. You basically give them tiny heads because it makes the rest of the proportions look bigger. And Steve yeah. is like, if you measure his head against the rest of his body, so he's got a small head for his body. <laughs> so one of my kids, like earlier this week, she's all like, oh, that's a, well, she said something like uh, someone took out, what did she take out? Oh, she took out a candy bar. She's all like, that's a big ass candy bar. And I'm like, why are we measuring in asses? Why can't, it, <laughs> why can't it just be a candy bar? Exactly. What is the optimal proportionate ass that you start measuring with? Like that's a big dog, dog candy bar. Look, <laughs> catering the big ass bowl is an official term for like a like a nineteen gallon bowl. Right. So. No, it's like when people say like, "How much does that weigh?" Oh, it weighs a fuck ton. A, a fuck ton. Oh, right. Weighs a metric shit ton. But how many fucks are in a ton? How many fucks are in a ton? <laughs> I know that there's not, there's literally not one ton of fucks in this house no, all no, together no. between our us. field has been barren for, for years. <laughs> our crop of fucks is decimated and cats don't come with fucks. So Can barely, barely muster a bushel over the course of a year. <laughs> Gosh. Have I, have I sent you guys this song? It's by a guy named Thomas Benjamin Wild Esquire. And he sings a song called I've No More Fucks to Give. No, but I think that we oh, have to add that to our it's, Fuck This playlist along with You're Dead to Me. Why don't it's, you it's quite me great. He, he plays like a banjo 
And he just starts going on. He's all like, I've no more fucks to give. My fucks have run it dry. I've tried to go fuck shopping, but they all have fucking died. <laughs> it just goes on and on. It's beautiful. I'm sending it to Steve right now. All right. Excellent. All right. Then you have to, you're going to have to send him the, uh, I think it's Ali Uchi. Something Uchi. Kylie Uchi? Oh, the, you have it to you me. You it to yeah, me. I don't even look that up. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh. Oh, there we go then. I've tried, 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 and I've tried even more. I've cried, 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 and I can't recall what for. I've pressed, I've pushed, I've yelled, i begged in hopes of some success. But the inevitable fact is that it never will impress. I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have run of dry. I've tried to go fuck shopping, but there's no fucks left to buy. I've no more fucks to give, no more fucks I've tried to get. I'm over my fuck budgets and I'm now in fucking debt. <laughs> nice. It's so great. It's so great. I, I tried playing that for one of my coworkers, and she's all like, that's not appropriate for work. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, are, are we in school right now? What the this, is, this is like our anthem. <laughs> don't don't talk to that coworker anymore. <laughs> she doesn't deserve any more of your fucks. <laughs> all right. I sent you the Dead to Me song, which one of my coworkers introduced to me. Uh, she would play it whenever a shitty customer would leave the store. <laughs> she got her phone hooked into the Bluetooth. I didn't even realize what it was saying until like it was pointed out to me, and I was like really paying attention. Like, <laughs> you did to me. Why don't you leave me alone? Oh, that's great. Get ready for the thrill ride of the year. The three ninjas are back. Let's rock. Teamed with the ultimate ally, Hulk Hogan. Teamwork. They're power-packed partners, pumping with pure energy. Want a piece of me? Come and get it. Hulk Hogan, Lonnie Anderson, Jim Barney, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. Let's have some fun. Yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Ninja July. Yeah! With not one, not two, but at least three ninjas. <laughs> High noon at Mega Mountain. Trace Ninjagos. <laughs> That's not Spanish, guys. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Uh, from 1998. 98. God, this movie felt like 92 at best. 
Oh, but babe. Steve. We're not alone for this masterpiece. Oh, Jesus. I know, I know. I still catch you off guard every time. Uh, but joining <laughs> us, we have Drew from the Real Feels Podcast. Welcome, Drew. Woo, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Drew, did you did you grow up with the Three Ninjas sagas? Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily. Yeah, I did. I'm guessing that's a yes. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, very much so. I, I loved the Three Ninjas uh, growing up. Nice. I thought I thought they were just a hoot and a half. As I did, did you see all the all the sequels though, like Strike Back and Yep, yep. Oh, and, okay. and then the, like the random offshoot of Surf Ninjas. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always get them confused because uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it. I hadn't seen any of these movies before oh. this one. I it just wasn't. So it was oh, this, was this your first introduction this, to it? This was my well, you know obviously by osmosis like the trailers and stuff. It's like oh okay it's three kids you know claiming they're ninjas blah 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 whatever. But yeah, but Steve, yeah by, by quarter, these days straight to DVD I'm like graduating. They're and a quarter don't shit. they're a quarter Japanese according to their Chinese grandpa. I mean who's yes. definitely related to all of these people. Totally. Okay, totally. so I'm I'm glad that this is your first because then it only gets better because you need to work, <laughs> you need to work your way back to the original, which obviously is the quintessential. Okay, so it's like Tremors movies. Get the shitty ones out of the way first, watch the ridiculous, <laughs> and then go back to the first one. Yeah, <laughs> man, if Tremors popped up in this movie, oh wait a minute, they used just night. Uh, I had seen the first one, I realized, a handful of times, because somebody at our daycare had it and would bring it in from time to time. Because I realized, like, in watching this, oh, all the scenes I thought were in Karate Kid and weren't, and I'm always like, what happened to that scene, were in Three Ninjas. (laughs) Okay, okay. You know, I'm always asking you about weird, like... So where's this? What does this happen? You're like, that's not that's, in this that's movie, babe. Kid, babe. <laughs> so why does he dress up in a shower and get chased by skeletons? I, that's a, that's a, that's not this. <laughs> does he have a mask and he throws homemade pepper bombs? No, that is <laughs> yeah. also three ninjas. <laughs> when does Elizabeth Shue show up? How dare you? It's <laughs> the you get Lonnie the, Anderson instead. Ugh. The scene where they have the like light up. Um, dummy when they're like hit it in the crotch and yep. stuff yeah that's and the, the scene and the i eyes, always the eyes light up the eyes light up that's the, the scene <laughs> i always think is in karate kid and then i'm uh. like wait where's the where's the the dummy with the light up eyes scene oh yeah that's not this movie miyagi just screaming out work the groin <laughs> work the groin <laughs> and then burgess meredith is you're an animal rock <laughs> do you ask yeah <laughs> Yeah, when, when they were calling the kid Rocky so much, I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I'm confusing this Rocky Five or something. <laughs> this is a Rocky prequel, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> All the head trauma from the four previous movies. Right? To him being the a, mullet yeah. couldn't save him. <laughs> oh, we'll get no. to it. Get to it. Oh, but first, babe, I don't know about you. <laughs> we're far too sober for far this Far too movie. sober. And uh, so to go into full suspension of belief for this movie, we have full <laughs> suspension pale ale from Squatters in Woo! Salt Lake City. Uh, Has a bike tire on the front. Yeah. 5% alcohol by volume. This rich Northwest style pale ale is a rare feat of balance. Unfiltered, dry hopped to 40 IBUs, and deliciously sit sessionable. It really smooths out the bumps. <laughs> <Ooh>. My top. <laughs> 
his top. Nice. And Le Poule. Oh, it's a beautiful golden brown ale. Yeah. Lightly hazy. It's got a great cream colored head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> tiny Cheers. bubbles. Bubble that microphone. <laughs> I can smack the microphone with a cup if I want to, Steve. It's my <laughs> podcast, too. They can't I do taste, what I want! They can't taste it, babe. How many times do I have to tell you? Well, that's okay, because I think I'm wearing white. My shirt will want to taste it. Yeah, I got white there. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> white shirts want to taste everything. I guess. Right, Drew? It's not a meal until you spill on yourself. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, mm. nice. Yeah, wow, lightly yeah. piney, like a little earthy. Yeah, definitely get the caramel notes and stuff. The malts, like just yeah, nice, nice little balance. Good job, squatters. Yeah, this is delightful beverage. Yeah, not bad at all. Damn. Yeah, like it's for me, it feels really reminiscent of like a Sierra Nevada without being as intense. Yeah. And not saying that it's like a light version of a Sierra Nevada, just like a less intense, but like that kind of really good balance. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Drew, are you drinking anything on your end? I got a uh, a cup of coffee in my in my cat dad uh, mug. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> just to, just just getting the caffeine going. Just a Woo! just a you know Folgers crystals. Uh, no. Oh no no no! Folgers this is shine, a you gotta um, rise and shine. Although this this will this will make you rise and shine. Uh, this is our. Uh, I say our like I'm part of the company, uh, th- but this is a Death Wish coffee, so Ooh. it's nice and caffeinated. Uh, Justin over at the Epic Film Guys definitely approves of this coffee. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know what the secret ingredient is? Death. <laughs> <laughs> Could have sworn it was cocaine. Same thing. <laughs> uh, when are we doing the Death Wish movies, babe? <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> Death, Death Wish, Wish brought to you by Death Wish Coffee. Okay. <gasps> Hit us we, up. we need to make this happen. <laughs> Hit us up for the crackdown. All right. So. And by uh, the way, Steve, Drew's a teacher. He knows coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lifeblood. <laughs> Till I can get home to drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Irish, up that coffee. Uh, so now you have to wait till your 30th anniversary as being a teacher to start doing that. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> what you? What was it? Tenure or whatever the? <laughs> yeah, tenure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of tenure, 1998, Three Ninjas, High Noon, <laughs> Mega Mountain, nailed it. Uh, from writer director Sean McNamara. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Well, he has over 80 credits, including about 10 that are in pre- and post-production right now. Uh, He started off with The Legend of Galgamesh, right? Uh, Casper, A Spirited Beginning. I assume that's one of the straight-to-DVD sequels. This, seven episodes of Even Stevens, 13 of That's So Raven, 26 of Dance Revolution, The Bratz Movie, a bunch of the Baby Geniuses sequels, Cats and Dogs 3, Paws Unite, Alien Stole My Body, and most recently, Babe, a movie we'll be watching, like, tomorrow night or the night after, The King's Daughter. Oh. Drew, have you heard about this one? I have not. I'm, I'm looking through his stuff, and it's... I'm trying to see if there's anything else that I've actually uh, actually <laughs> even seen. seen. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a new one where, um, basically, Pierce Brosnan stars as King Louis XIV. 
um like it new one like it came out in february i want to say um and it's about his daughter finding a mermaid and then someone trying to extract its life force or something like that um <laughs> yeah okay. so obviously life force we had to check it out uh so coming yeah, soon <laughs> Breslin's gonna suck off a mermaid i hear, I yeah, hear you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. actually you know what uh soul surfer is probably the only thing of his that i've seen besides this movie Soul Sur- is that the that's the, the, the uh, one-legged surfer the w- one-armed she lost one arm, one arm. Yeah, yeah that's right that's right yeah <laughs> so, i i think that's the only one that i've actually seen of of his work oh there we go. Mm-hmm. and uh also uh writing on this we have jeff phillips who wrote this wild grizzly which is also a sean McNamara movie and uh i downloaded a ghost yeah <laughs> so so the ghost the ghost in the machine <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, so I want to rename something that. We got a... Uh, hey, uh, what, what about ghost virus? Like, uh, get, it gets confusing. Like, do they get sick and then they are a ghost? Or is it a ghost that makes you sick? <laughs> so, so starring in this movie, um, as the three ninjas, we have Matthew Batokas. Batokas? I'm going to say Tukas. Batukas, Matthew like Batukas as Rocky. <laughs> uh, Michael Olasky as Colt. And James Paul Roski as Tum Tum. <laughs> but also Hulk Hogan himself as Dave Dragon. <laughs> Lonnie Anderson as Medusa. Jim Varney <laughs> as Lothar Zog. Yes! And of course, Victor Wong as Grandpa mm-hmm. Morty. Oh, so we start off. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Drew, how'd you watch this? Uh, HBO Max. Excellent. We did, too. HBO Max. It's also on Tubi if you don't have HBO Max. So enjoy. I also also own it, (laughs) Um, you know, in a physical copy, but I didn't want want to get up and uh, go grab it. (laughs) (laughs) His his four-pack of Three Ninjas movies or whatever. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's there. The, the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray release of Three Ninjas High Noon at Midnight. <laughs> By the way, Drew, how'd you make out this uh, Memorial Day sale halfway to Christmas or whatever it was? I, I still have time to actually, like, <laughs> make my purchase because I'm still debating. However, the limited edition slipcover of Hobgoblins is <laughs> kind of calling my name. Despite oh. how bad it is, I can appreciate uh, the original far more than its sequel hobgoblins 2 oh of course yeah yeah i mean it, it's bad but it's it's not miami connection or no uh, voyage I, of the rock aliens or man i i or tammy almost, and the t-rex which i finally pulled the trigger on because it was half yeah, off <laughs> i i almost want to get miami connection because sean faust uh was super hyping it during live stream for the cure and i was all like what is this miami connection so We'll see. Wait, wait true, true, true. Hold on. No, you have not on. seen Miami <laughs> Connection. Hey, hey. So, 1998 is Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Tubi. I'm saying, just check it out. Might be coming in like next week. Uh, so that means he doesn't know about the father. Like <laughs> it? <laughs> oh, actually, no. We would have already talked about Miami Connection because that's start ah! kicking off in July. <laughs> ah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you will. <laughs> Drew Shine ready. 
Yeah. Oh, Lord. All right, so the movie starts. And I'm hearing Egg Chen giving narration, and I'm like, wait, what's going on right now? <laughs> what? I've seen, are we watching Big Trouble in Little China again, babe? <laughs> <laughs> Green flame! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently uh, Victor Wong, you know, he's in this movie. We get the title. He's given some narrations about, you know, three ninjas fighting with honor and something, something, I don't know. And then there's these three ninja kids that show up. And uh, Grandpa has set up, like, the fucking, <laughs> the, the final gauntlet from American Gladiators. Where does he, yeah. <laughs> where is he getting this money? Uh, I, look. Reti- ninja retirement. Look, they have an amazing union, okay? There we go. It's the same way Miyagi got all his stuff. Like, oh, yeah, you think because I was a landlord for 30, 40 years or apartment manager? He was a a landlord and apartment manager in Los Angeles. Mm. That's how Tommy Wiseau supposedly got his money. Oh, yeah, I got a good point. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, they're going through this this gauntlet thing, and they're – you know, Jim cottoning the hell out of this place and, you know, like fighting off a tennis ball cannon or whatever and climbing up nets. Of course, the ultimate yeah. weapon. Everybody knows that. But uh, <laughs> and then they like make it to this this sword at the end or whatever. They're like, yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah. Woo! And then Grandpa, of course, pops up and he's like, you know, ninjas. <laughs> uh, journey is never over until they return to where they came from. And then he like. I don't know. Fucking... He steals the sword. And, yeah. and then he like zip lines down yeah. past everything. And he's like, make it back, bitch. And then he turns off the lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Just because, you know, it's 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 old man Victor Wong, you know, <laughs> like yeah. Aha! then zip lining. It's like definitely not a stunt double, but yeah, it's fantastic. And so they they gotta go back with the lights out and um you know, they get pummeled because you know, because <laughs> it's all because it's all in the dark. And I mean, I now Steve, you wouldn't you wouldn't know this, but Izzy might remember. I did like the callback of the cult character using the nunchucks to deflect all the projectiles shooting at him because well, the tennis that, yeah, the tennis balls because that hap- that happened to him in the first movie during also like their training session. So that was a nice little like callback to it, but yeah, uh, lights are out and they're stumbling, they're falling, and <laughs> you're just all like, "This is either the best grandpa in the world, <laughs> or the or. or the worst." But I haven't heard him like maniacally laugh and run that's, away. <laughs> that that's the key. It's the maniacal laughter. He was like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm getting this on you know night vision." <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, I'm hurt. We're bonding. (laughs) But instead he says, hey, congratulations, kids. And like, what what for? We didn't make it back. Like, no, you've learned humility. And, you know, you've learned that sometimes you have to, uh, what is it, like, see with your ears and smell with your eyes or whatever. (laughs) Now go dig a dit. Yeah, exactly. Go dig a well. (laughs) <laughs> go dig a grave one of you's going in <laughs> what <laughs> grandpa this got dark anyway. <laughs> and uh so yeah whatever yeah so yeah apparently this is like the end of their their summer with grandpa their training session and like oh yeah we won't be back for a whole year and the uh the oldest uh rocky or whatever he's like 15 so he's like yeah you know it's just playing ninjas with grandpa i mean i, I gotta get a job next summer so i can I buy a car my- 
I need to get my driver's license. Yeah. And Tum Tum is just like heartbroken about the whole thing. Right? Like, yeah. of course we're going to Grandpa's. What? Guys, we, how else are we going to be Snake Fist Joe or whatever? <laughs> yep. Uh, but, but, but Grandpa's eavesdropping, you know, kind of kind of listening in on it. Like, oh, no. He's being stealthy like a ninja. Indeed. We then cut to a fishing ship out in the middle of the ocean. They're like, oh, okay, here we go. And we see a, a bunch of people... <laughs> Loaded up on gats and swords, like like semi-automatic machine guns, and then like you know putting like a knife in their back pocket or something. No introduction, nope. no context. Just let's see the Walmart hodgepodge of terrorist groupies. And then we have a guy all decked out uh, with like sunglasses and everything, walking up to what I've written down as a cloaked drag queen, saying they're ready. Well. <laughs> So the cloak, yeah, the cloak drag queen. Oh my god! I'm just like, what are you, what are you wearing? But walking up to obviously who we find out later is Lonnie Anderson, Medusa. The moment because I didn't look at the cast and I completely forgot like yep. who was in here. But immediately I'm like, oh my god, it's Ernest. Yep. Ernest. <laughs> is in this movie and it got a yeah. hundred times better even yep. though this is only like three minutes in <laughs> see you may be wondering steve why why are we starting with the fourth in the series of movies oh because jim varney's in this thing oh and hulk hogan too mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll find out later but somehow <laughs> jim varney's in this more than hulk hogan oh yeah oh, okay the the poster for this one i thought hulk hogan was going to be the bad guy I totally did too. Yeah. In fact, like honestly, uh, till, up until till about the ten credits, minutes left, yeah. Up until the credits, I was like, "So when's his heel <laughs> turn?" Yeah. Because he's literally like ripping the the poster in half. You do think yeah. he's going to be the bad guy? Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, Ernest P. Worrell is leading this elite mercenary team along with, like, so, uh, a cloak drag queen. But yeah, it's uh, Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> You know, Mrs. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> but yeah, Steve was like, why is there a club drag queen? Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot Lonnie Anderson was in this. Uh, uh, what happens? Oh, yeah. So they take the kids. Uh, you know, Grandpa drops the kids off back in the suburbs with their parents. Mm. And he's like, remember, kids, once a ninja, always a ninja. Yeah, that's great, Grandpa. Yeah, thanks, that's, Grandpa. That's okay. I felt so sad when when he was all like, I need to be put on the shelf. Like Buzz Lightyear, and I had to like look okay. it up and go. When was like Toy Story made? And so 1995. Yeah, which yeah. just boggles my freaking mind. Yeah, and so Toy Story moment, was old hat by the time this movie came out. Right <laughs> at that moment, you're just like, okay, um, well, I guess it's relevant. Three years later, what? <laughs> what's happening here? Yeah. Uh, uh, also, I just want to use this moment to say uh, I was already just so appreciating all of the 90s clothing, the oh, oversized gosh, right. tees, the geometric patterns, like, you know, the gecko, gecko stuff. Yeah. How about <laughs> that yep. hair, though, babe? Oh, God, the middle kid, the Colt. middle kid, Colt's, Colt's hair. Guys, <laughs> Colt's hair. Yeah. It's... <laughs> The 90s, it's, like, shaved on the side, long on top in the front. Yeah. And then it's just almost a straight like a mullet, but not really. Oh, man. <laughs> it, oh, 
I, I'm loving the dad because it's the dad from the previous films. Okay. And oh, okay. I love how just like nonchalantly he just announces he's all like, well, better get off to the FBI. They wait yeah. for no man. <laughs> it's like, well, that's clearly not going to come into play later. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> like, I was ever to have dads with the FBI. All right, here we go. <laughs> come on, jewel smugglers or something right. like that. <laughs> but, uh, we then watch the the youngest one. He's watching his favorite TV show. Uh, oh shit, was it Dave Dragon and the yep. Star Force Five or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, total total Power fist? Rangers ripoff. <laughs> and they make a, an announcement though during the show, Steve. Something that would never happen. Right. But it's their last episode because they're being canceled. Wait, it's not what, enough people wait, are watching. Who's making this? this announcement though? Hulk Hogan. Yes, right, Dave Dragon himself, Hulk yeah! Hogan. Hey kids, this is going to be our last show, but be sure to come check us out this weekend at Mega Mountain for our final performance. Like, because oh no, apparently, they don't... they don't believe in heroes anymore. <laughs> Poor Tum Tum. He's having a rough birthday, it turns out. Right. So sad for Tum Tum. And the mom brings over this massive, massive sandwich, which I'm looking at it and I'm just like, that looks amazing as she says hey tum tum i made your favorite bacon lettuce tomato bologna ham and swiss cheese sandwich and he's like no thanks mom i'm not hungry and i'm just like that sandwich is like literally a third the size of your child eat the sandwich eat the sandwich (laughs) eat the sandwich (laughs) and by the way guys tum tum here blue-eyed, blonde, curly hair. This kid does not belong to this mom, and this mom absolutely does not belong to Victor Wong. (laughs) Well, and so, I mean, like, it's the same mom as well from the original Three Ninjas movie and Three Ninjas Kickback. So, I mean, I I guess it's just one of those, like, smile and nod kind of situations. But I don't know. It It never really, like, occurred to me that, like, oh, this is clearly not, like, the same family or she was adopted or something, you know, it, it, like back in, uh, God, when did the first one come out? The first one came out in 92. So, I mean, I, okay. I doubt I watched it when I was six. I probably watched it like a year later, maybe when I was like seven, but yeah, clearly I'm just kind of like smiling and nodding and they're like, Hey, they're ninjas. No, we don't, we don't really care about the family dynamics. We just want to see ninjas. Guys, let's be real. In 93, Double Dragon came down, and Scott Wolf and the, <laughs> the Irish Chef were brothers. Yeah. And Robert Patrick was the, the bad guy ninja. All right. Did we ever figure out what the ethnicity of the Iron Chef was? Because he's oh. been everything from a Hispanic yeah, well, cop to Native a American, Native American yeah, hunting yeah. werewolves to. <laughs> he's a man of the world, babe. Right? <laughs> Mark Dacascos, please join us. <laughs> uh, so what happens here? Oh, yeah, so we, we cut back to the ship, and uh, we see Ernest uh, planning a plan to, uh, like, attack. And it's like panning and showing the rest of this this mercenary crew, and it's ever written down. This is eclectic. Uh, we have, I, I don't know, the uh, a couple, like, large hillbilly guys and, oh, God, the Jamaican guy. Yes. Uh, oh my god. What what is this like semi PC ragtag group of like terrorists? The Jamaican dude has a Rastafarian hat. The guy who I guess I I guess they're claiming or portraying him as African has like tribal garb, like a sh- like colored like, shirt on him. Like a daishiki. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then 
you have and I was kind of confused because the first person who chased after them and we get our first fight with the two with the kids later on, um, he they call him Lars and he clearly has the worst like Swedish accent in the entire world. Yeah. But then they but then later on, they call another guy Lars and he also responds to it. But it's clearly not the same guy. But hey, it's this, a popular name. I, well, I guess so. But this is the weirdest group that I have ever, ever seen. And yeah. I, I just I was writing down my notes. I was thinking to myself, why are they taking over the theme park? Why? Why does this make any sense? Is that a Rastafarian hat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole movie, I'm like, so are they going to rob this place or what? <laughs> or are they just? And then it's like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll find out here in a bit. But sorry, guys. Breaking news. I found Mark Dacascos because I remember we did look oh. it up once, and he's just listed as American. Oh yeah. Um, which he is. Uh, so his father, Al Dacascos, is uh, originally from Hawaii, but his family is from the Philippines. His mom, Mariko McVeigh. Wait, let me guess. Swedish. Half Irish and half Japanese. <laughs> That's close. Uh, apparently, most of his mother's family was killed in the bombing of Hiroshima. Uh, his stepmother is award-winning martial artist Malia Bernal. Oh. So yes. he grew up uh, with martial arts. Okay. And who is martial arts again? <laughs> <laughs> He's trained in Muay Thai, uh, oh, uh, Capoeira, and Amen Sento, and Wushu. Mm, Amen Sento sounds delicious. I love some of that. With a side of Wushu. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I love Mark Tukaskis. So, oh, he's the best, yeah. Um. Oh, and this is where we're also revealed that it, that it is Lonnie Anderson as she like takes the cloak off and she's like in some sort of like leather dominatrix outfit or something like that. <laughs> right? Just, just one of her outfits. Yeah. yeah. So then we cut to the next morning and uh, there's some new neighbors moving in next door, guys. <gasps> so uh, kids got to go find out. Well, they're, I guess they're first. I was gonna say the moving guys looked like the background ninjas from the Snake Fist guys, so I thought that oh. it was gonna be Hulk Hogan move again across oh, the street. I didn't see that? <laughs> you guys are just playing retire across the street. Hey, you guys are ninjas too. Far out, man. Roll credits. <laughs> like, man, that was a short movie. <laughs> Whatever happened to Jim Varney? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I guess they're, like, woken up when, like, someone's flying a helicopter, like, through their room or, like, around the window. And there's, like, right? what the, the hell's daughter, going on out there? Yeah, the daughter of the, of the people moving in, like, she's not really helping. She's just, like, coming out of the back of the truck with a model helicopter flying around. And she trips on something. She either trips or someone's riding a bike. Either way, she, like, she loses control of the helicopter. Oh, it she goes, walks into the, the way of everybody. And, that's, yeah, yeah and the helicopter goes... The toy helicopter goes through the window of Colt's uh, bedroom. No, Rocky's bedroom. And I just love the mom of the daughter. She's all like, meet my daughter, Amanda. That's coming out of your allowance, honey. And I'm just thinking like, <laughs> where is the parenting? Yeah. <laughs> also, not one apology. Not one nope. goddamn apology from anyone. And then yep. three seconds later, the mom is like, hey, we're having breakfast. Do you want to come over? I know you just, you know destroyed part of my home but would you like to come over for yeah. breakfast like immediately like i don't even know your last name yet you want to come have breakfast with us like uh, and the mom down, is mom. like 
the mom is like, oh, sure. Yeah, I don't see any problem with it, honey. Go have breakfast. She seems nice. She brought a pie. Right. Right. Oh, also, and, and she I was mean, nearly ran over by a biker, too. And yeah, she was like, right. out the helicopter because nobody yeah. pays attention to where the hell they're going. Nope. And it's but it's also like, oh, she's going to come have breakfast in the middle of fucking moving. Unloading yeah. the goddamn yeah. truck with strangers walking through your new house. Well, the mom is probably just like, oh, my God, just get her the fuck just, out of here. Right. She, yeah. she, <laughs> more trouble than she's worth. Take her. I mean, she's got to. She's got to go over there anyways to get her helicopter. There's right? another pie in it for you if you can keep her busy for <laughs> for the whole day. And that's when she's like, hey, why don't we go check out Mega Mountain? Oh, yeah. And this is also where it's like, uh, oh, yeah, this is my daughter. It's like, oh, and these are my sons, uh, like Samuel and Eric. I'm Tom Tom. He's Rocky. Yeah. Because oh, I had to remind Steve of that later. Because he's like, who the fuck is Samuel? Yeah, who like, the fuck <laughs> is Samuel? But his name was Rocky. Like, no, that's his real name. Rocky's his, his ninja, ninja name. name. And I'm like. Shut up. Ninjas, ninjas are named Rocky and Colt. Also, Fucking by the way, Tum-tum. Colt is still just wrestling with a rogue helicopter in his room, does not know what's going on. He was asleep. <laughs> he's, he's a like, piece of metal machinery his... came through his window, and he's probably like, Mom? Mom? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Is everybody dead? <laughs> He's like poking his head out and he's just like, you see him hold it up like, what the hell? (laughs) There is glass everywhere. Nobody's even like, hey, Rocky, are you okay? Get over. He's a ninja. Oh, my God. And then I love, you know, coming over for breakfast, like, hey, new girl that we just met and clearly don't really know. How would you like to go to my son's birthday party? Yeah. Oh, but (laughs) yeah, that's where I was like, okay, yeah, the moving the the mom moving is probably like, hey. I'll drop you 50 bucks if you just keep her out of the way for all day. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll take her to Mega Mountain. It'll be great. We'll take, we'll take her to Mega Mountain. In fact, we'll take them there and leave them there. Yep. No parental just, guidance. Yeah. Just drop them off. We'll the come back and have champers. Right. Know? Also, well, so like in the scene, we don't see the mom's exchange money. So it was no, like, yeah, I, yeah. I immediately was like, Steve. <laughs> Were your parents ever, ever in the position to just take a random kid from the neighborhood with you to a theme park? Mm-mm. Like even the cheap one. <laughs> like my parents weren't in the position to like take a friend to the fucking pumpkin patch. <laughs> like you can come, but you better bring twenty bucks. <laughs> Drew, I mean, were this... your parents ever in the position to just take uh, friends to I mean, an amusement park? They might have, but never to the point where I guess we would have the time, or they would, unless it was like a like a super super close family friend where either that family friend would be all like, Oh, we'll totally cover half the ticket or, you know what? This is our treat. We don't, we're, we don't mind. But like, no, like, I mean, my parents probably wouldn't even have just like let us gone at that age to just go off and obviously not have any adult supervision in any way, shape or form. No, that's not happening. That's not, I say, I say that, but when my sister was in the sixth grade, she had a friend whose dad was stupid amounts of rich, and he took 15 girls and flew them uh, to Disneyland for a week. Oh, boy. Just, Nothing weird happened. Just him. No, 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 no. Like, like, and, and, like, and the, her parents were no, divorced, no, but, three, like, mom three of his buddies well, from Trump Tower. And, you know, a, like, a couple of the other moms. But it was like, can I go with my sister to Disneyland? No, it's not your friend. Okay, except for I babysat Nikki, so okay, that's rude. Taking 15 people to Disneyland and not the sister. Mm. Yep. Still yep. Di- still better about it. Parenting. Anyway. Pa- uh, parenting. 
it's just the, it's just weird. And this this place is like the size like looking at it from like an aerial view and they do a couple of shots like it looks about the size of I, I want to say like Magic Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Magic Mountain or like Six Flags or like, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. Roughly. A large theme park. Yeah. Right. But it's it's definitely I mean, I think it's supposed to be giving the vibe of like Disneyland, but it's definitely not that big. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, I guess speaking of parenting, uh, yeah, they drop the kids off there at the the park and basically like, now you have to promise to watch over your brothers oh my God. and the random strange girl we met this morning. Right. Oh, I just realized, yeah, this is supposed to be Magic Mountain, that uh, that theme park in California that's next to the other Budweiser factory. Yeah. So that's where the moms yeah. were. They were at the Budweiser, <laughs> no, the Miller uh. factory. It's the Miller factory. There we oh, say, so, Drew, you're kind of near Magic Mountain, right? Is this oh, yeah. still exist? Magic Mountain's still there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then, uh, okay, so they get in. Oh, and uh, what's his name? Rocky or whatever. He immediately sees, like, I don't know, some douchey guys and his girlfriend just, like, hanging out. And I guess one of her friends. And he's instantly like, oh, yeah, I want to go hang out with those guys. <laughs> so long, suckers. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> what's wrong you with your brother? Are... Oh, don't worry about him. He just gets all goofy. He gets a case of the stupids. <laughs> Yeah. Around a, around his girlfriend. <laughs> then they start chanting, Rocky loves Jennifer. Rocky loves Jennifer, which just left a terrible taste in my mouth. It <laughs> it did not it did not have the same gusto as as the Rocky loves Emily line. <laughs> Hashtag Team Emily. Right. <laughs> Whatever happened, to Emily? Maybe it'll come up in a sequel. Uh, <laughs> She was or no, tired. wait, was she killed in the third one? She no. She was tired of his over-the-top ninja lifestyle. Right. That ninja union, man, it really just takes up a lot of time. I want Samuel, not Rocky. Not in this house. <laughs> you knew what you we were getting into when we met. <laughs> what was that like, Rocky Balboa? I'm 14. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, then we see guys on jet skis. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mercenaries are involved in this movie. <laughs> And we just see him pulling right up to the amusement park, apparently oceanfront property. And okay, no. so I was I was going to make a note of like the jet skiers. We clearly know who these terrorists are, and yeah. then you have the the scene of them riding the jet skis up and down, up and down, up and down. These are not the same people, no, in any way, shape, or form. And they keep doing like the dolphin dive up and down to where in one like scene swipe, now they're jet skis are gone and they're in scuba gear going underwater and they're coming up into like a facility and then a ladder up through like a manhole cover. And I'm like, when did this turn into the rock? When are <laughs> they taking over Alcatraz? Next, there's going to be the, uh, the little shoot they got to go through with the random flame bursts. Right. Oh my God, you guys, I just realized what the theme park actually is. This is wonder Wharf. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Oh, Mr. Fish Odor, we need $10 million. <laughs> the guy crying handing the money over, we'll get to it, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, so see, weird because more aerial thing. shots, the, the ocean seems to disappear. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> from, oh, from of course. The, from the, and, I, and I kind of like, I, I wrote to myself to a note as they were going through the park and on different rides, and I'm like, how many theme parks did they go to and just get random stock footage of people riding rides, walking around? Because yeah. this is not the same park. There's no way. Yeah, well, luckily, right after they uh, you know, infiltrate the boiler room or whatever to get into the rock, 
we then get a nice little five minute promotional video for Mega Mountain where we get the song like, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> and you see all the rides and all the, the ninjas and their friends running through like, oh gosh, look over here, cotton candy. Ooh, carnivals. Yeah. Oh, the the giant the giant rope swing thing. Oh, <laughs> not for me. Roller coasters. Wee. Not for me. <laughs> and then that is ended when we see Lonnie Anderson dressed as a nun with a bunch of guys in Hawaiian shirts <laughs> for the rest of the crew. They they immediately pull like a kid or Disney version of Die Hard. Like yeah. taking over various parts of the park. And I'm thinking to myself, they don't have enough people. They don't have enough people to take over every main ride. Right? And, every, and like, let, let's not even let's let's just leave the rides alone. Let's just say like security places yeah. and the like exits. Yeah. The exits. <laughs> you know what? Just the exits. We'll just say the exits. There's no there's no way. And despite taking over. It almost seems like 80% of the park is just like acting as normal. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, that, I think that was the whole thing is like, yeah, take out security, let everybody go about their day just that they try to leave, you know, chase them off with a gun and maybe they'll be quiet. So the rest of the day goes as normal. It's like, yeah, that's park. how it's going to happen. <laughs> Parks closed. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, but I guess we'll, I guess we are getting lunch here. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn oh. pre 9-11 movie. <laughs> oh, we also got to talk about the uh, the uh, Dave Dragon and the Star Force 5 show because oh, shit. you get the ninja guys coming out doing their like high kicks and wah, wah, wah. And then you got Dave Dragon, Hulk Hogan basically zip lining in in a Cal- uh, Canadian tuxedo <laughs> and then <laughs> throws out a smoke bomb, poof, and then he's in his fucking Zardoz outfit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, magic. <laughs> uh, uh yeah so yeah basically Lonnie and the crew yeah yeah their cats are lying on the ground I guess. they're slow roasting by the fire steve yeah, that's true <laughs> um but yeah they, they they take control of the park you know they, they got control of the control room they pull a gun on the manager they they take out the computer servers by shooting it like like right. opening up and then just pow 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 firing into the air. Clearly not that they need them, but I love when they take over and they keep saying like the security the the security system is all ready. And like then each and every camera they all know to nod and give a thumbs up to the security camera. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. so. I, I like how they set up the the video link or whatever, like with a floppy disk, like one of those right. whole three and a half. Already like having like the Mega Mountain like logo and picture on yep. it, and I I was just thinking to myself like, man, remember when World Domination could fit on a floppy? Right. Oh, <laughs> Look, Drew, there's almost a half a meg of info on that floppy. <laughs> almost. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I gotta say the most hardworking uh, individual. In this entire film, it's it's definitely not, you know, Rocky, Colt or Tum Tum. It's it's sure as hell isn't Lonnie Anderson. It, nope. It's not even Hulk Hogan. It is the random cameraman who is there every single second to make sure that they get all the footage they need on those on the security screens. cameras. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not how the security cameras work. We, we mentioned that several times. Like, who the fuck is holding that camera? <laughs> 
Because right? it's like from a tree or something, like down a very specific point. Yeah. That, that specific shot. That it'll specific like pan moment, a little like, bit. Yeah. Who's following them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they're taking over the park. And now we find out what they want. And they call Mr. Jacobson, who's getting, you know, a massage, as Rich Man does. Yeah. And he gets called, who is this? Hello. We now have control of your park, and we want $10 million, or we we start executing hostages. And as I've written down, he's got insurance. He doesn't give a fuck. I know. Right? $10 million. Stand aside, Dr. Evil. All right. Yeah. It's not even. I, I, I even did the math. I, like, punched it in, and I'm like, $10 million, 1998. Oh, okay. So it's. 17 million dollars it's not even twice the amount yeah well give them the money it's like give give us the money or we start executing people blah 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 it's like oh okay so terrorist organization has taken over the park yeah don't worry i'll have the fucking military there in four minutes al-qaeda yeah (laughs) Uh, pre-9-11 steve it's not quite (laughs) and it's it's like oh well what if i turned up the roaring rapids speed by 20 miles an hour. My you God, wouldn't. <laughs> that would be an awesome fucking ride for those people Woo! in there. <laughs> so clearly it's it's like they'll they'll threaten death, but never once are they actually going to use it on the people or uh, they're, they're never going to use it on the people specifically. And heaven forbid they actually don't use the guns that they brought. Yes. Which or are going to be highly, highly more effective. Well, I mean, we'll get to Jim Varney. Yeah. Trying to slice a little like uh, Rocky sushi. <laughs> uh, Does anybody oh, else ever time I hear Rocky think about uh, Look Who's Talking? He named him Rocky because he left rocks in the back of your car. <laughs> <laughs> only you, man. Only you. Am I the only person who watched Look Who's Talking? I'm and sure Look Who's I, Talking I, Now? I'm sure I did once. I, I guess it's Look Who's Talking Now is the one with the dog. I thought it was, is it Look Who's Talking Now or Look Who's Talking 2? I think uh, 2 it was. I think Look Who's. Either, no, I mean, I've seen them all. Don't worry. I've seen them. <laughs> Bruce Willis as a baby, I was very happy with. Uh, was um, like Rosie O'Donnell or something in the sequel? Or? Look Who's Talking Now is the dogs. Look Who's Talking okay. and Look Who's Talking 2 are the baby ones. Okay, gotcha. Oh, that's right. Was yeah, Rosie yeah, O'Donnell the poodle? Added... Was she yeah, the yeah. poodle? No, I think that was the girl, wasn't it? I'm, I'm pulling up the Wikipedia. Yeah, Look Who's Talking is Bruce Willis, but yeah, the girl didn't come around until the sequel. Uh, yeah, it's uh, John Travolta, Christy Alley. Yeah, That's right, Christy Alley's like the mom. Yeah. Olympia Dukakis, George Segal, Abe Vigoda, and Bruce Willis listed as... Yeah, that's for the first movie. Yeah, sorry. Google doesn't make this easy, my apologies. Cast, here we go. Uh, do we know what Megan the Milner? dogs... Do we know what the dogs' names are? I know one of the dogs is Rocky. Oh, Rocky or Rocks? Oh, Rocks. Oh, that's Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. And is it Rosie is the other dog? Yeah, that makes sense. Olympia Dukakis. I think that was the grandma. Okay. Because she's an old lady, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, probably not back when. We're professionals. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We know what we're doing. I don't know. So anyway, three ninjas. I knew that. <laughs> look, the Look Who's Talking series fits right in with this movie. Okay, it sure, it sure yeah, does. So. I guess speaking of rocks, uh, Rocky's with his girlfriend or whatever, and she like lost her purse or something, and uh, 
you know, they're about to get like on the giant swing and Rocky's a little scared. So he's like, oh, I'll help you find it. Uh. And then as he kept calling him a chicken because he doesn't want to go on a like a ride that's possibly going to fling you like a rubber band. Yeah, what a wuss, right? Right, babe? Right? Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, and I, sorry, I was thinking about the blonde kid in the scene's hair, the one who later is going to declare oh, he's the new, uh, the new boyfriend. The new boyfriend, yeah. and I was like, yeah, this kid looked like every douche in the nineties. How dare you talk about my brother that way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, babe, you, you also noticed something in this scene coming up uh, when uh, they're watching the Dave Dragon Show or whatever, and uh, Amanda was drinking her soda with two hands. Yeah, Amanda can't lift a can of soda with only one hand. She had to use two hands, which is usually a sign of a developmental disorder if a 12-year-old can't lift a can. Maybe she's being, like, extra dainty. (laughs) She doesn't want to spill it on her lap. Drew, if one of your kids had to use two hands to take a drink, would you want to have a talk with the parents? I mean, this is the first time I've ever heard of using two hands to, li- to like lift a glass being a possible sign of like a mental disorder, but no, not a mental disorder, <laughs> developmental. Oh, sorry. Disorder. Developmental. Oh, sorry. It being uh, like developmentally delayed or something. Um, I, I would definitely maybe alert that to the counselor and leave it to the yeah. counselor. <laughs> I would not want to have that conversation. Drew does not want to talk to parents. No, uh, nobody wants to talk to if parents. If at all possible. Look, we're not even teachers. We don't want to talk to friends of ours who are parents. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just RSVP yes or no. <laughs> so, Guys, assume your kids are not invited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dave Dragon, he finishes last performance. He gets off stage and someone's like, hey, great performance out there, Dave. Hey, thanks, brother. And then Fuck, gets trinked in the throat. <laughs> I love that. Wait. Can can I help you with something? Yeah, you can help me with something by going to sleep. <laughs> oh, Jim Barney. I he's so he's so great. I and you know what? When we finally learn his name at this point, when she tells him she's like Lothar, and I'm like, that is like the most villainous, like yeah. sidekick fantasy name in the entire world. And continuing to watch Jim Barney throughout this entire film. I'm just like, he is the villain. He is the true villain in this movie. And I don't know why we did not get more Jim Varney as a villain in the nineties. Uh, uh, I got bad news for you there. Uh, there drew, (laughs) you know why he passed away in 2000 or something. (laughs) There was still still time. There was time in the eighties and there was like early on, you know what I mean? Like, I think they should have capitalized on that in some shape or form more than just this film. Yeah, no, like if you've ever seen Ernest Goes to Prison, like oh yeah, the, the bad guy. Yeah, that's guys, it's not all about butt sex. Okay, get that out of your minds. It's, it's all, an Ernest movie. All about butt sex, just yeah. a little butt sex. Yeah, uh, we're hell, scared left. stupid's more about butt sex than goes to prison. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> what was the one where? <laughs> What was the one with all the butt smuggling in it where they were in prison? Papillon. Papillon. Yeah. <laughs> the remake of Papillon was all so, butt smuggling. So much butt currency in that remake with uh, uh, Remy Malik and um, King Arthur. Yeah. There was 200. Not Channing Tatum. What's his fucking name? 
God damn it. There was 200% more butt smuggling than I was expecting in that movie yeah. about prison. <laughs> you thought there was a lot in the Steve McQueen, Dustin Hoffman version. Oh, well, they tripled down. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, Cole and uh, Tum Tum, they, they see Dave Dragon get you know <laughs> knocked out. And uh, so then, you know, Lothar's like, get him! And they start running through the park, chasing after him. Uh, Rocky sees it, like, at the on the security camera when he's, like, waiting for his girlfriend's purse. And then, uh, yeah, go run, and then, oh, no, ninjas! So, yeah, then there's a whole fight. <laughs> and it's behind the Old West stunt show area. What happens from here, Drew? Oh, when they break into the uh, Old West stunt show? Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, the Wilford Brimley looking guy in the crowd. Well, he's, he's like, like, we're going back to Disneyland next year. It's the same show again and again and again. So the kids break in and they start fighting them all and they're doing their job. And I I, I think I lost track at about like 185. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yes. and for every single punch and kick. And they're doing better than the normal show. And everybody in the crowd is loving it. And Wilford Brimley off in the corner is like losing his mind, clapping. Like, I mean, I don't know if he's having a stroke, but he's having a good time watching this new stunt show. Yeah. And the kids are just, uh, it, it's its goofy. It's campy. We get like one or two nut shots. And <laughs> the Cowboys, because I always watch them with subtitles. I can, I can read the lines that you can barely hear. Where he's all like, oh, God, come here, partner. <laughs> you, <laughs> get over here. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a bit wild. And then, you know, they take a bow and everyone's kind of loving it. Yeah. Yeah. And OK, yeah. so during this whole tussle or whatever, uh, like um, Amanda catches up with him or whatever. And she's like, hey, guys, glad you're OK. By the way, I ran to guest relations or whatever for some reason to check on the security. And it looks like, uh, you know, all the exits are being covered by guys with guns. This whole place is like locked down. Oh, my God. And so, uh, like, well, what are we going to do? Let's get everybody out of here. Cut to them splashing water on Dave Dragon. <laughs> oh, oh, what the hell? I ne- Wake up. Your hairpiece. <laughs> you need yeah. to put it on. <laughs> thanks brother <laughs> and then they like fill him in on what's happened he's like all right cool why don't you let the grown-ups handle this stuff i appreciate your help and everything but um right? you know, you're just kids and stuff it's how like, oh, horrible is that it's like wait why like, we we just defeated people you should you should be thanking us <laughs> would it be better if he's like all right i got an idea you guys go in first and take the first couple rounds and i'll come in and attack I call it Operation Human Shield. <laughs> uh, but instead they find, uh, you know, walkie-talkies and they're like, I was right, they're like trying to get a hold of their dad or something because he's on like Channel 9 or something. Channel, call Channel 6. That's the one dad always uses for emergencies. Like, <laughs> should your teenage kids know your emergency line? But they think like that the we're going to be, the FBI? we're going to be telling a lie because we're kids. What does dad always say we should say to be taken seriously? Fire! Oh yeah, Steve was like rape, and it's like no, no Steve, no. nobody stands <laughs> for rape. You have to scream fire. They have to think they're also in mortal danger. <laughs> oh my God, her titties are out! Everybody starts running. Oh around. no, Jesus! 
<laughs> but yeah, they scream fire. And, oh yeah, that's right. They even go to like the uh, the top of the tower or whatever to scream it too. So I guess they're out of range and they gotta show off whatever park they're at. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, if all the fire trucks show up, and the police, and they surround it. And, and the thing is, like, I assume there was a whole thing where, like, oh yeah, the fire department gets there first, and like, hey guys, uh, there's a bunch of guys with semi-automatic machine guns. You might want to send the cops too. And then there's like another 25 minutes for them to show up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, it, it's it's kind of bonkers the way that they're actually like addressing it, and I love that. <clears throat> when the call comes in to the FBI, it immediately goes to <laughs> it immediately goes to the dad's office, yep. and he just happens to be talking to the wife. And all he says is like, "Oh, something's happening at the park. Like, what park? How do you? What park are we the talking park. about? The <laughs> park. When like he Washington shows park? up, right? <laughs> when he shows up and he gets on the uh, the radio to his kids, the first thing he asks, he says like, "Oh, is Amanda with you?" A, a, a character who he has never yeah. met. <laughs> I, he might have incidentally been introduced to her earlier I mean, that maybe. morning. Didn't know he, she was at the park because he no, went to work. But... He he left before the, all that happened. Right. He wasn't there. Well, no, he left when he was being dropped off with the grandpa. He was probably there for breakfast, right? Unless it's the same day or the, uh, oh, you know, that might be the next day. I think day. it was the next morning. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, the next morning. Okay. See you guys. <laughs> 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 but, um, oh yeah, so yeah, on the walkie-talkie, he's talking to Medusa, uh, the dad's talking to Medusa, and then the kids interrupt, and so she's like, uh-huh, your kids are in here, huh? Listen yeah, by the way, oh he's the worst at his job if he's taking that call while on the line with terrorists, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I like how she's like, and what if I were to, uh, you know, increase this by 20%, those oh people could be killed, and it would be all your fault. And I'm like, fucking how? How would that be his fault? Right. In any way, you killing people. <laughs> you made me do it. <laughs> what? Shut up. Two in the head. Roll credits. Guys, what do we think? <laughs> what do we think about the Sniper Steve cut? <laughs> <laughs> but what we do learn from the scene is something that, you know, is still pertinent in today's uh, today's society. Those colors don't run into buildings with gunmen. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, luck- luckily, Amanda- we still have four more hours of this movie to go. No, 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 no. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by. Distasteful jokes. And is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, he worked, worked in 911. Uh, <laughs> also, what what theme park has an electrified fence? Oh, they made oh, it okay, electrified. Yeah, yeah, they they put oh, they like made the, it? Okay. the battery cables or yeah, whatever to it. Yeah, I didn't see that. I thought it was an electrified around. fence, and I'm like, what place has an electrified fence? By the way, guys, I have to get this out there. That being said, the zoo. <laughs> oh, well, that makes if, sense. If Jurassic Park were R-rated, that whole scene where uh, Tim or whatever was on the fence and turned on, he wouldn't have flown 50 feet through the no. air. He'd still be simmering up there like it's like, like it's simmering. Batman 89. <laughs> By the way, also PG-13. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh oh and luckily for you know the police hanging around the outside or whatever because you know they want they want to get involved or whatever situation may be uh hostages whatever uh luckily amanda brought weapons with her to a goddamn amusement park including oh, her fucking helicopter 
And thankfully, she's been working on them with her dad for his latest movie, who we never know who he is or what it's for. <laughs> Steve Spielberg. <laughs> right? Jurassic right. Part 2, or I don't know. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Hold on. This explains why so, they had the ninja guys unloading the truck and never acknowledged it. Oh, shit, guys. Okay, it's Razor Cards. It's a it's a yo-yo that opens up to mm-hmm. I don't know Death Gauntlet, which would would have killed Cole in a, the earlier time he used it. Yeah. Why uh, did it not slice off Rocky's finger when he when he sliced it when he brought it open to try it out for the first time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, it, it it was for uh, the, the what was to be the third Schumacher Batman movie. Oh, that does make sense. Either that or the X-Men movie with the razor cards or whatever. Yeah, no, I I immediately paused for the Unmade Gambit movie. Yeah. I I literally wrote down, who do these kids think they are? They're not Gambit. (laughs) They're ninjas. He's a Cajun ninja. (laughs) The Cajun ninja. Played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's on TV all the time. By the way, I just want the universe to know you guys missed out not having Jacques-Claude Van Damme be Gambit. That's right. You guys, like, missed the mark there so hard. Or Kurt Russell as Wolverine. Right? We should have He could still be playing it today, too, Hugh Jackman. (laughs) You're not the only one. Is there a reason as to why, like, the actual, like, deadlock security password for the Central Command is Mega Guest (laughs) 1? Oh, I thought it was God. I think I thought it was a later scene or whatever. No. But because yeah, they put mega, it like Mega Guest One. Because yeah. Mega Mountain, oh, I, so Mega. I, I made the joke that it was going to be Guest One. But it was like <laughs> Mega Guest One. I'm like, all right, I mean, that's you got that's me. a little bit like further on. But like, I mean, when she's running yeah. around saying like, oh, we need to like stop them, and you know, I I I saw that they took out the guards at guest services, but then it popped in my head. I was like, why why is this so easy to guess this password? Because your simplest employee that has access right. to it has to be able to. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the same problem the park rangers have that the the difference between the smartest bear who wants into the stumps, <laughs> dumpster and the dumbest tourist who has to use the dumpster. There's a gap there. A, a very fine gap. Y- yeah, quite. Yeah, super fine. Not motor but, skills. I mean, despite the fact that, like having such a a weak password. This has to be the easiest computer system to hack ever because all she did was just plug in her like old school USB port and suddenly she's immediately in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She no, she's a master pl- hacker. Come on, she's hacking the planet. <laughs> Babe, they're not hackers. The bad guys are called crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, home video hustle. <laughs> the bad guys are called crackers. Okay, so so in the whole cyber I was gonna say, protection, whatever, blah blah is, blah. Isn't the, the bad hacker a, a guy from Jamaica? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> so you have a black hacker? No, see, see, hackers are the people that defend the systems and stuff, but like you know, try to up up the security and whatnot, and infiltrate oh, the protector or whatever. Where the people they're trying to crack into the system are crackers, but you can't ca- say crackers are evil, so. <laughs> So you go with hackers because it sounds... And yet know. they can have a whole campaign that crackers love cheese. Yeah. Which is true, but it's, it's a true. stereotype. <laughs> oh my God. Have you seen Fun those facts? 
I think they're in like Safeway or something. They had the big signs that said crackers love cheese. Oh, <laughs> with no. a white lady eating a cracker with cheese. Oh no. I think it was like Ritz or something. It was great. Oh no. Oh All right, so, so bad. <laughs> All right, so so yeah, Amanda, she takes over the ride that's in danger or whatever and keeps everybody from, I assume, two people vomiting or something like that. <laughs> And then Cole's like in a fight with somebody. He ends up, it, it finishes it off with a JCVD split. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Rocky's in a fight too. And like beating the crap out of some dude and at the end. It's like, wait, did he just kill that dude with the yo-yo? Cause we know the blades come out and like wrapped around his neck and shit. So it's like, is that guy dead? Anyway, cut to no nice face. <laughs> cut to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's it? They 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 see Lonnie Anderson or whatever Medusa, and she's like, "Ah, you kids are meddling in the, in the wrong oh affairs." And like, nice she, face. She calls Not. up the security. Yeah, she calls up the security vid at that that uh, that specific rides monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know crackers. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, and the FBI finally finds out. Ah, oh, it's this chick. Uh, what's her name? Marianne Rogers, Medusa. She's probably got her nephews with her too. <laughs> rumor has it that guy. she, rumor has it that she just wants to get a quick score and get out of town. And I'm like, how do you know this? This was yeah. just told in the last scene. Yeah, they just, are you, didn't are they you just find out that she, she broke out of jail? <laughs> right, she's on yeah. the run, and she and she wants ten million dollars just to get out of the country. Yeah, this is score. your best plan? This elaborate heist of a giant theme park? Yep. Go rob a bank. <laughs> Banks have security. Yeah, I don't know. A theme park doesn't. <laughs> Definitely not entire squadrons of security. It's just oh yeah. It, yeah. The the plot is is interesting. Well, to say know. the least. <laughs> three, three ninjas who live in like Rancho Cucamonga or something like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I, I want to say that Jim Varney again takes the title of best villain as he oh, yeah. sends off the 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 trio of trip of uh, nephews to go get the kids from a picture that had immediately been printed in the in the main control center and as he's waiting and he's walking away <laughs> before he walks away he pops the child's balloon and i'm yep. just like yes. yes this is my favorite moment in the movie at this point <laughs> i love it when he's just like just evil for like he's just evil Right, and then he steals an ice cream cone as well. When he, he's but but he actually did do one nice thing. He let the kid who the bad guys cut in front of uh, go in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's a man with standards is what we're saying. Yeah, he's evil, but he's fair. <laughs> Speaking of evil but fair, uh, Rocky's girlfriend is kind of upset because he's been gone for an hour trying to get his pur- or yeah. purse for well, they've gone to like four different rides. How did she yeah. know that he didn't come back? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we get we see Rocky and the kids, and they're like, "All right, we need to take over the master control." Oh no, the nephews are here. We gotta fight them first. <laughs> run around, blah blah blah. And and then uh, Dave Dragon or whatever, he like sees the Easter Bunny. Okay, so like, he's he's following Jim Varney yeah. into the master control. He realizes he can't get in because he doesn't have you know the key card. And yeah. although I did find it interesting that Jim Varney like looked up at the security camera. 
to be like noticed and then let in when clearly the guy who's watching the security desk is like five feet from that door. So all he yeah. has to do is like wave to his henchmen and he could be unlocked and let in. But uh, yeah, he can't get in. So he looks over to the left and I guess it's a, it's a, it's a bunny character. Yeah. It's Easter weekend uh, or something. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> we couldn't get Bugs Bunny. It's not uh, uh, Six Flags or uh, right. it's exactly. Magic Mountain Hair, Steve. Come on. Or Mega Mountain Hair? Uh, Mega Mountain Marvin? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, but yeah, so then we cut to uh, guest relations, and there's a bunny, you know, waving or whatever, security camera. And uh, yeah. He <laughs> can't, he, can't hear you. <laughs> uh, uh, they open the door. Bunny pops it, takes the mask off. Oh, it's Dave Dragon. Oh. And we've got a little like nose twitch or whatever from Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he, tw- he twitched his nose, which was weird. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of, lot of hair in that suit. <laughs> and, it, and it was one of those all day suits where it's like, uh, you're not going to have time for a restroom break. So smelly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now the news crew has arrived on the scene. Because they're like, oh my gosh, all these cops and everything are around outside, blah, blah, blah. Oh. You know, terrorists, guns, kids, don't worry about it. They're safe in the theme park. <laughs> don't, um, don't worry. Yeah, Dave Dragon, he pops up in the control room and starts beating some ass. But then uh, Medusa pulls out her whip and like trips him up and then ties him up. And <laughs> we get the, the quippy back and forth between Hulk Hogan and Lonnie Anderson that everybody wants. I'll make you my boy toy. I'd rather be gnawed on by wolves. <laughs> that can also be arranged. Jesus. I love that oh, he yeah. breaks free and she has like learned a Vulcan neck pinch. Yeah. Well, okay. When you, there, there was like a noise that was like a, like, like, like she oh, shocked him or something. Yeah, I but... thought she had like, like, you know, those like hand buzzer things or something. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, you're right. That's, and that's <laughs> me kind of jumping ahead. But like, I'm just like thinking, how is she possibly like subduing him? I mean, she does give a backhanded like, you know, smack as he like breaks free and lunges towards her. Although I love Hulk Hogan's response when the roller coaster is stuck upside down and he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before that, it's the uh, it's the computer hack off. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the hack off between the uh, Jamaican guy CJ or whatever his name was yeah. and uh, Amanda. Well, no, it's <laughs> CJ because when they tie him up, he's all like, "Hello, sir. I know we just captured you, but could I get an autograph for, yeah. for my yeah. sister?" <laughs> you just hear you hear Lonnie just like CJ. He's like. We'll get it later. <laughs> we'll talk later. No worries. No worries, mom. You know. So yeah, we got a uh, Amanda cracking away you know, on the security thing, trying to like make sure she has control of all the rides. And and I think this is where like the password thing came up, and I swear it said God. And I'm like, oh god damn it, hackers! <laughs> Nobody. The Guys, if you use God as your password, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, Hugh don't Jackman? use his name in vain. Hugh Jackman and Swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> With his 12 screens and someone giving him a Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> not just someone. Halle Berry. Prime Halle Berry. Not, not in that scene. Yeah, it wasn't that scene. It was, it was oh, some other right. random blonde chick. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a very Michael Bay scene. <laughs> Before he discovered full shaky cam. 
<laughs> God damn you, Michael Bay. I cannot watch Michael Bay movies anymore without getting car sick. Sorry, guys. Guys, now that we've switched from film to digital, I can put it in an actual paint shaker and film. Fucking Christ. <laughs> like, I got Michael J. Fox to be my cinematographer. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Apparently I'm spicy today. Sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> Why is it so spicy? Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, this is when the SWAT team arrives and we get the uh, the electrified fences with, like, the car batteries hooked to them or whatever. I don't know. So they've, but, ne- they've never been introduced to the owner, but, like, the owner walks up and does the whole, like, uh, God, what does he say? He says, like, oh, I hope you're right. And then the dad's like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, yeah. who are you yeah, talking you to? You have no idea who this guy is. I barely know who that guy is. And I saw him getting a massage. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Owner, owner randomly walks up. I hope you're right. And then the dad just like nods. And I'm thinking like the dad should be responding like, who the hell are you? How yeah. did you get? How did you clearly get behind this? Like the tape? <laughs> oh, and, and also like, like like after that, he's like uh, Mr. Jacobson or whatever. He's like, well, I guess I better go to the bank to get my ten million dollars to pay him. And I'm like, uh, yeah, just go to a random bank and you can cash out ten million dollars. I'm sure. No, no problems. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. After the hack off, uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, Dave Dragon is just like Lonnie just says get rid of him. So all they do yep. is they just throw him out of master control. Like nothing's, nothing's really done. They just let him go. However, one guard who wants to act macho, like decides to punch him in the face and like knock him down to where you get the little guy. Mister, mister, are you really going to be a hero or are you a phony? Just like my dad says, and then all, I love his response. It's it's not that simple. And I just wanted yeah. the kid. I wanted the guy from Family Guy just be all like, "Hey, he's a phony. He's a phony. He's a big fat phony." By the way, this is all taking place like in the middle of like a wooden roller coaster that they're using as a cage for all the right, all yeah. the Mega Mountain patrons or whatever. Like, is no one like? I understand they have guns, but no one is like mass like jumping on the guy. Yeah. trying to like take him down i i don't know that's just well you know lonnie anderson and her army of i assume 300 dudes with guns you know to take over mega mountain you know you cut it 300 ways everybody gets like 40 grand but that's enough to get over over the border Shit. <laughs> yeah um yeah what happens from here oh yeah the nephews uh they end up picking up uh rocky's girlfriend i, I found out her name was jennifer i hadn't yep. heard that yeah. hey uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, the the one uh, tough blonde kid, where, like maybe I'm her new boyfriend. Yep. And uh, the one uh, nephew like yells at him, ah! and he fucking pees his pants. I'm like, oh, so come on, movie. Watching watching him like the zoom in on him pissing his pants. The water is coming out a weird yes. way, and I'm like, did he just pee on the outside of his pants? True, I'll tell you what it is. I'm pretty sure someone actually had a water hose like up oh, running sure. up his leg and like. Just I'm it on full and certain. It was going through the denim. I, I'm I'm certain, like because it it, it looked like he was peeing like onto his pants, not through yeah. it. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, but but from there, taking the girl and tying her to the train tracks, uh, Rocky obviously needs to go save her. 
uh, Colt and Tum Tum say, we'll come with you. And he's like, no, it's far too dangerous. And of course, he's got to go save his, the, his, his love by himself. But first, we have Jim Varney trying to take a slice out of Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they climbed that roller coaster too to get all. The oh way. my god! Yeah. In like the one of the worst CGI like <laughs> Photoshop <laughs> clips I've seen in a while when they do the pullback. Yeah. Did you Did you also They're know not that even Jim Varney? Did you know that Jim Varney also has the ability to change into an Asian stuntman uh, yeah. when doing this fight? <laughs> Weird. The kids have that same ability. <laughs> well, I guess actually, he'll come back as a villain too. Uh, yeah. They, <laughs> Yeah, uh, didn't didn't like IMDb say that like each of these kids was like a top tier martial artist like in their age brackets? Yeah, in their age brackets, but yeah. also literally every fight scene you realize, oh, I'm only seeing the back of the head very specifically. Oh, well, of course, of course, it's it's <laughs> but, definitely but, like fixed for them. But apparently, according to IMDb, also like ninety percent of the people in this movie did their own stunts. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I can totally see it. I'm just saying the way it was shot. Uh, the 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 littlest one, he he had one move and it was hi ya punching the groin or hi ya <laughs> punching the side. And he could do a backflip because there's a couple scenes where he does. Oh a backflip. yeah yeah yeah. Actually true, yeah, true. there's one scene where I mean it clearly looks like the kid did the flip himself. Yeah yeah. And yeah. I was there, like, there's look one, at one you. scene where he look he does his his belt. Uh, belt level katas or whatever to like yeah. get to the next belt. He does the punch, the kick, and the backflip, and it's fucking good. From this point on in the movie, though, I gotta say, Tum Tum, who whoever was in charge of Tum Tum, was doing a bad job. He looks confused in every <laughs> scene from this point on in the movie. Like he does not know what's going on, like and like somebody, he's like the dog in an action movie where you could tell his trainer's just like, "And hey, now come here, come here, boy." What? What? Okay, yeah. I know how like, old is that kid? That kid ha- that kid can't be more than like eight or nine yeah, in that film. Eight, eight at yeah. most. Yeah. But yeah. like he's eight. Like if somebody just explained like this is what we're doing in the scene. We can't compare everybody to Drew Barrymore. Right? No, but all right. <laughs> uh Southern Wild and Wendy. None of those oh, kids were like over seven. Yeah. But guess what? They all knew what was going on in the scene. None of them looked like they didn't know where they were going. Spoiler alert, not the same director. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe he's got to do the uh, the Three Ninjas reboot down in New Orleans. Oh, it'd be great. I'd watch it. <laughs> uh, so uh, oh, yeah, around this time, uh, Mr. Jacobson also stops by the bank to get his three bags of money that contain $10 million, apparently. The uh, the, the fight with Rocky and uh, Lothar up on top of the Ferris wheel. I love that he uses the yo-yo to wrap around his leg. And that's what causes him to fall. And I'm thinking, like, did he just slice off his leg? Yeah. Did he just, right? he just like, buzzsaw off his leg? And then you realize that Jim Varney apparently is falling, bouncing, and surviving. And, I, like, I wrote my notes, and I'm like, how is he falling far enough to bounce off of something and then land on the other side of the fence Yep. where he can be arrested? When the dad clearly in the scene before had to take binoculars to look at his son on top of the Ferris wheel, and he was still far away. Yeah, <laughs> like this. Uh, this that's yeah. the out of out of out of a lot of things in this movie. That was the that's first the thing thing. I was like, "Come on now." <laughs> well, and in the same scene, this is where uh, the girlfriend or whatever was screaming Samuel, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is Samuel?" <laughs> Oh, 
But it's also the first time in the entire movie that we do get a little bit of Ernest P. Worrell sneaking in because he's all like, I'm a I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> Ernest P. Warrell will be back in Four Ninjas. Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Lothar takes over for Grandpa. <laughs> uh, hey, he's, so yes. he's got the he's got the villainous scar. He can do it. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Oh, so the roller coaster gets started up again, but Jenny is still tied up to the tracks. No, help me, Samuel. Who is this Samuel guy? You don't even know Rocky's name. Uh, but no, she gets saved. Everybody's saved. Everybody. Everybody. And, and then she's like, Samuel, you saved me. <laughs> Call me Rocky. Yeah, and Steve's like, who the fuck is Samuel? <laughs> yeah. And then a little, 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 little kissy peck. And then they run off. Aww. <clears throat> so then a chopper gets called in because, you know, that's the only way to... <laughs> Give the money is to drop bags of money from a helicopter on top well, those, of Lonnie Anderson. Or crew. Those were the instructions that Lonnie gave. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but <laughs> yes. so well thought out masterminds. So, so yeah, first one gets dropped and you know it lands and whatever. Second one goes in a fountain. And it's Why like, oh, it doesn't oh. go in the same spot? <laughs> it does. It doesn't make any sense to me. But all right, wind shear, yeah. maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but then uh, we see Amanda brought in her mini chopper. I've written down, get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which the blades are clearly sharp enough to slice through a leather bag. Yep. Obviously. And just spray CGI money all over the park. Oh, oh this is rough. This CGI is like birdemic money. money. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. my God. And so, of course, everybody in Mega Mountain's like, oh, fuck money! And, like, diving <laughs> everywhere. And and I'm like, wait, don't these guys have guns? Uh, it's yeah, like, yeah, this is it. where you bring out your AR-15s and rat-a-tat-tat, bitches, hand back my money. Everybody <laughs> has guns. Like, they, they all have the guns. They never, like, 100%. Now, like, you've seen them shoot a couple of times, I think, at the kids. But, like, never, never actually hitting, never hitting anybody. Even when they open fired on the cops in the beginning of the movie, when they were uh, approaching the entrance, nope, nope, nope <laughs> no one good shot. I understand kids' movie, but come on, yeah, come on. If you took the weapons away from Ninja Turtles like six years earlier, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Medusa, the, you know, she's got like the one bag of money now, and uh, she grabs Amanda to be a hostage, and the three ninjas are like, "We gotta chase after her," and then they run into Dave Dragon, and he joins in on it. And they all meet up in the boiler room or whatever, and uh, we get Day they're, Dragon they're going, fighting some ninjas. Yeah, they're going down through the uh, the under the undercarriage, the rock entrance from the under beginning. Under the boardwalk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, fighting ninjas. Oh yeah, and this is where Medusa like zapped him or something with the Vulcan nerve. Right. Yeah. She does. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, you get the three ninjas versus a bunch of other ninjas. Uh, but I've written down, okay, this fighting here on the catwalk actually isn't that bad. <laughs> no, it, it's a little like Jackie Chan-ish because like obviously utilizing the surrounding the like hanging yeah. chains and the pipes. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's it's fun. It, it, it was cute. Uh, when Lonnie Anderson's getting tired of him and says like, you've obviously been trained better than my henchmen, but let's even the odds a little. And she like takes the gun and I'm like, yep. she's going to yes. shoot the kids. She's oh, I was kids. so ready for terrain. And, and then, she, then, then she shoots out the lights and I'm like, 
Is that is that what you're doing? You want them to fight in the dark? This isn't Rutger Hauer and Blind Fury. They're not going to do the same. <laughs> Put on your night goggles, everybody. That's <laughs> all you know, so the ninjas in night goggles, like, I don't know, still standing like five feet away as the kids are like just punching air. Yeah, yeah. I, I and, love that it's so dark that they can't see. But I mean, again, as an audience member, like we can clearly see everything. <laughs> They're well lit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Lonnie Anderson, she sets like a bomb for like four minutes or whatever to go off. And Rocky like nearly falls off a cliff or something, but he, he's, you know, saved by his brother. Yeah, yeah, he's dangling from, again, like another catwalk. And yeah. they, they save him and they band together and they they remember grandpa's words to like go with their other senses. And so that's a callback to the beginning when he when he <sighs> shut off the lights. Yeah, they got to fight in the dark. Oh, and the fighting in the dark with the the slow-mo and stuff, it's like, okay, you can really tell none of these punches are landing. Why are you no, showing it in course, slow-mo? Of course not. And I mean, like, yeah. they, they, the ninjas have swords, and the kids can't see. Yeah. Just stab them. Stab yeah. the kids. Stabby, stab, stab. Cut that ponytail in half, you know? There, there's, oh, my God. I feel, like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm Brian from Epic Film Guys, Loisos, when he just has that, you know, the audio of, like, I want to see a kid get decapitated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Hashtag child murder. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Uh, they, they. Long story short, they end up saving Amanda, and uh, the the dad, like, I guess, has Let, to let's show also, him how to let's make a, a quick bomb. note. Let's make yeah. a quick note. They save Amanda by taking the bomb out, but even though the the lights were shot out, they can clearly see right at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then and then she's like uh, the bomb's down to like what was like two minutes left or something like that and like it's okay my dad showed me how to defuse a bomb and i'm like was this for his movie too (laughs) we need a three-prong adapter and then he breaks off one of the prongs and i'm like that's not how this works (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then of course we got the whole save yourselves they're like no i got a better idea and so they grab a couple of fire extinguishers and some duct tape. And... Oh, no, 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 no. It's the oxygen tanks that they use to scuba dive oh, underwater. Okay. okay. I was wondering why there's so many fire extinguishers. And they're making them into little projectiles, which apparently that that one entrance goes straight to the ocean. Yep. <laughs> straight to the ship. Not the fact that everyone else had to scuba dive to get in. I did whatever. I don't care yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Drew, 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 don't just, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> so yeah, so they make a little, uh, little torpedo, set it off. <laughs> All the baddies get on their boat. They're like, ha ha. I can't believe we got away with it. You know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, uh, what's his name? Rocky takes the hammer, hits the little oxygen tank. <laughs> oh, but he has to wait till Hulk Hogan drop drops in. And Hulk Hogan smashes all three of the the stoppers on the on the tanks, and then they propel themselves. Yep, 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 yep. yep there we go. All three valves, brother. <laughs> and, it, and then, of course, hits the ship. Boom! Everybody dead. <laughs> Piece, pieces of Medusa falling all over the park. It's fantastic. Well, they jumped out of the boat in time, but there's nothing yeah, to say. There's nothing to say that they didn't die because they were pretty close to a They were boat real exploding. close. 
Yeah, then we see Medusa. She, like, just swims to the shore and gets up with four cops with guns ready right there on the shore. Freeze, bitch! Yeah. So then we cut to that night, because, you know, yeah. apparently six hours later is when they got all, everybody out of the park or whatever. Sun and, setting. It's a gorgeous day. Yeah. The news crew is there. Today? <laughs> yeah, news crew's there uh, interviewing the kids like, oh, uh, legend has it. You know, <laughs> legend has it. Like, rumor has it. You guys uh, saved the day. What do you have to say about that? Well, you know, it's all about uh, lessons learned from my dad and my grandpa or something. Oh, no, that's right. They come in to, like, interrupt or whatever. Like, hey, sorry, (laughs) newscaster lady. We got to talk to our kids. But the real hero is Dave Dragon over there. You should go talk to him. What? Me, brother? All right. I I love how he's waiting around to, like, be recognized. And, and, like, the news lady's like, oh, Mr. Dragon, uh, you know, uh, new information leads us that uh, your contract is actually going to be renewed. And I'm like. Bitch, well, where'd you cool. get this information? Yeah. <laughs> where are you getting this information? Well, well, Drew, we know she gets this information because, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a huge <laughs> fan. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, but, but what's the whole point of this day, Steve? <laughs> oh, well, you know, A.S. Amanda's our friend now, so she's going to be the fourth ninja, but... Uh, it's also uh, Tum Tum's birthday, remember? What? So they pull this birthday cake out. Happy birthday, don't sue. <laughs> and mom uh, just yeah. mom just happened to have it the entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been sitting in the van all day. <laughs> it's a Look, little I mean, melty. When but... the negotiations started to get a little long, she just went home and got it out of the fridge. Yeah, right, yeah she's right. like, it, well, I better have it ready. She Otherwise, it's going to be a grief cake if things turn bad. <laughs> exactly. She knew this cake was going to serve two purposes. Birthday or if one of the brothers died. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Tum Tum? <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, everyone, eat your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Although, it does save on the tombstone when you only have to put one date on there. Just save two years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guys, that's the end of Three Ninjas, High Noon, and Mega Mountain. Drew, would you recommend this movie? Um, I always, I always say that there are movies that should definitely be watched once, and uh, if you got once in you, go for it. <laughs> How about you, babe? Oh, this is not the worst movie we've yeah, seen. Yeah, probably... this not isn't even the worst ninja movie we've seen. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's also it's true. A fun, dumb '90s movie, like movie sequel. So, like, if you enjoy those, like, watch it. There's, there are worse movies with Hulk Hogan. Look, guys, Jim Barney's <laughs> in it, so you know it's yeah. never going to be a bad movie. Exactly. He is. He is like the best part of this movie for me. This movie yeah. is worth it for him. And honestly, to see her makeup and just oh, how bad it is, oh, yeah. they did her a disservice in this movie. <laughs> Reading fun facts, Burt Reynolds divorced her right before, no, anyway. No! <laughs> also, Steve, I think it was like a decade before this movie. But, I looked it yeah. up. Children should be able to comfortably drink with one hand by 22 months old from an open container. Okay. Look, uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, Amanda, I'm taking your side on this one. 
Maybe she just has a mother who's awfully persnickety and would randomly send her off with strangers to go to a theme park on a moment's notice. Um, and, you know, so she's she, she spilled dick. it the one time and she's like, she's from dr- a young age, like, no, you hold that with both hands. You never she's gripping that, that Diet Coke for comfort. Yeah, like, oh, oh, she holds it, like, to her chest and then, yeah. like, staring it down as she, like, drinks it and stuff. Like, she is not right? spilling that Coke again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, guys, I don't know. Check it out. It's on Tubi or HBO Max if you want. I I think the other, I think, uh, was it Three Ninjas Kickback or whatever or something mm-hmm. is, it was also on there, but not the original. I was kind of disappointed. Come on, HBO Max, get your shit together. <laughs> That's the good one. <laughs> right? Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when <gasps> we come back, what? we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, yes. and what we learned from Three Ninjas, High Nude, and Mega Mountain. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays do you like supporting the arts well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Ah, Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to Yeha. By the way, it was never at high noon. Like, well, I, I mean, I, eventually Oh, it was. maybe the Western thing. Oh, the uh, Western. Okay, okay. And that was about midway through the movie, which mm. would have been about noon their time. Oh, oh Steve. <laughs> yes. I will say this. The original Three Ninjas from 1992 is on Tubi. Oh, it's on Tubi. Nice. It's it's okay. on Tubi. Three Ninjas Kickback is apparently on... Oh, nothing. It's not anymore. <gasps> nope. Oh, it, so was, it was supposed Strike to be on Netflix. Back or whatever the third one is that was on uh, HBO Max? Uh, no, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. <laughs> Knuckle Up. Oh, sorry, oh. wait. 
Three Ninjas, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up from 1993. That's on, on HBO Max and Tubi. And then Three Ninjas Kick Back. That was the third one, 1994. Uh, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be on Netflix, but it's not. Mm. Oh, wait. Maybe it is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm looking through Just Watch. Drew, what are your sources? <laughs> I'm looking through Just Watch. It's yeah, that's okay. to... No, it actually, it is there. Never mind. Oh, well, Excellent. there you go. So he'll only need three <laughs> services to get them all. I don't know. <laughs> four, four services. They're spread across. But you know like what? Three Surf Ninjas is not available anywhere. Anywhere. What? It, it's not available anywhere, which kind of makes me sad because it has Leslie Nielsen and Rob Schneider. Come on. I might have seen that one. We have seen that. You and I yeah, watched dude, it yeah, a while back. Okay. For some, I do not know why. <laughs> oh, because we're watching Ernie Reyes Jr. movies. Oh, he that's plays right. One of the brothers. Yeah, he does. Yep. That's right. Back when we met him, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to check out. Okay. So yeah, like three, it, because, three because years ago. I think I mentioned to him I hadn't seen Surf Ninjas. I just knew from other stuff. And he was like, "What? You're like the first person that's like never seen Surf Ninjas. Who <laughs> knows who I am?" Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was one of our lockdown movies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because okay. I think yeah, I was like, "All right, yeah, I think we watched that in like BMX Bandits." <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Brian Trenchard Smith at his best. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have been added in the history of adding. Yes, you said it. They get better every week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, babe. Steve. I'm a little thirsty. I don't know about you. I'm quite sober, and this is a problem. In honor of this movie, we have from Record Street Brewing Company, Devil's Haircut Bach after yes. Colt's haircut. Oh, that is the devil's fucking haircut right there. <laughs> the undercut ponytail, that is the devil's haircut. Ooh, 7% alcohol by volume. And uh, my top? Ah, my top. Nice. The pool. Ooh, beautiful reddish brown beverage. Super, super clear. Gorgeous khaki-colored head. I'm going to get that cat hair out of it and make it a little more gorgeous. <laughs> make our cat hair and make it more gorgeous. We have a nice foamy head that's dissipating quickly. Ooh, yeah, mm. nice malt-forward aroma. Yeah, super malt-forward. Just a little hint of, uh, like, piney on the nose. Steve's gone in. Oh, yeah. Up. Yeah, for uh, Bach, I mean, it's malt-forward. Got a little bit of, like, that raisiny kind of caramely mm-hmm. 
note to it, but yeah. really dry too. Like, yeah, it's not overly sweet. You get just a little of that uh that hot bitterness on the end. This is a delicious beer, but we also love box, so yeah. Yeah, baby got box. Drew, what are you working on? Uh, I'm still working on my cup of coffee from earlier. It's gone cold now, but it's fine. Ooh, cold Ooh, coffee. Cold that's coffee. that's the teacher's secret, right? Cold coffee? You know what? You got to utilize it because if it just sits there after you've already like made a fresh cup in the morning and it's clearly not going to be hot anymore. And who wants to keep like reheating the same cup of coffee, you know, over and over? No. Don't I mean, don't get me wrong. I do. But sometimes <laughs> if you can just throw in some ice cubes into it, it's a completely different drink. Yeah, no, it's an iced coffee. Duh. And it's refreshing. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's cold coffee. Get it anywhere. <laughs> 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 Turn your leftovers into a bougie mess. Get it anywhere anybody forgot about their coffee. <laughs> well, with, well, or Stephen Izzy's house because Izzy can't drink super hot coffee and uh, so yeah. waits until it's like room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> She'll make her coffee the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice I put it uh, put it up on the headboard and yeah. let the fan cool it down? And we yeah. wait till you know about an hour later, about a supernatural oh, later to no. drink it. <laughs> She has, she has a tender tongue. Oh. I am a monster. I drink cold beverages. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. Steve, do you have any fun facts? Super fun facts. Because they're fun, fun facts. You're in luck. I do. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. First up, Rotten Tomatoes. Drew, what do you think the critics thought of Three Ninjas High Noon of Mega Mountain? I'm going to say they didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, any percentage you'd like to throw out there? Uh, I want to say it's going to be 23%. Is he? Oh, man. You know, I'm going to have to go with my super generous 17%. Babe. Steve? 0% with the critics. This <laughs> is, this, this is the kind of stuff that comes around our podcast every once in a while. A 0% with the critics. And I'm a little disappointed with this that, This is guys. not I mean, a 0% movie. Yeah, yeah. We've seen far worse 0% oh. movies. Oh, yeah. In fact, I'll throw it out there. If you're a 0% movie, you're probably better than a 5 to 15% movie. Yeah, or even some of the like 20% <laughs> movies, because those usually have like a weird cult following. I'm looking yeah. at a uh, uh, looking at you, Snyder. Oh, <laughs> weird Snyder. fucking yeah. cults following. But luckily, nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience? <gasps> Drew? I know this also wasn't like well liked. So if my if my 22% wasn't good enough for the <laughs> critics. That's I'm going to go a little higher. Critics. I'm going to go a little higher and say 30% with the audience because Easy. it's still it's still three ninjas. Oh, true, true. It's the fourth in the series, but it's a series if you're going to watch it. I mean, yeah. Right. How about how about you, babe? I don't think these are the kids from any of the other movies. In fact, They're I'm not. not sure anybody in this is from the other movies uh, except for except for the dad, mom, and the grandpa. Yeah. So I'm going to keep going with my super generous 17%. Drew was closest at 29%. Oh, almost at all. Hey. Uh, no budget given, but a worldwide gross of $375,805. Uh, obviously the lowest grossing film in the franchise, opening in only 120 theaters. After, and yeah, grossing under 400000 Where the others were like solid hits, like... 
thirty million or uh, like like they made a oh, lot yeah, of money they, on low budget. They did yeah. well. They did a lot better. Uh, this is also the only three ninjas film without narration from the boys at the beginning and end. Apparently, well, that's what dropped its ratings. Oh, yep, that's gotta be it. Yeah, we had picture yeah. Wong narrating. Shouldn't that just make it better? Right, right. Well, especially he's a goddamn since, national treasure. That's true, especially since this was Victor Wong's last film. That makes and me this, sad. Right. And, but he did think this was the best out of all the three ninja movies he was in because of the boys' character development. Uh, see, I also saw that on IMDb, and I don't yeah. know if that's I don't know if that's right. I, I cite your source there, IMDb, because uh, unless it's Victor Wong the Third, that that does not seem Look, on par. He was, he was ailing there at the end. Not everybody makes oh, decisions. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> him, him, just like sitting there, and like three ninjas, high, high noon at Mega Mountain, best, best in franchise. Every, He's sick with the fever. <laughs> everyone knows that best tremors was returned back to perfection or whatever. <laughs> he wasn't in that one. He got eaten in the first one. He got no. eaten in the first one. No. Oh no, the the one where they went back in time oh. wasn't that back to or, oh. or they. Uh, yeah, sorry, yes. No, 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 that's, Perfection uh, is the one okay. where they go back in time. No, 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 no. Back to Perfection. Or, back to Perfection is the um it's the legend begins, I think is the uh, uh, yeah, is the go. fourth yes. one. Okay. Thank you, Tremors expert Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I feel ashamed. No, there's there's so many of them. <laughs> and and the uh and usually the, the the like bloodlines or whatever like you know the the, the subtitle really doesn't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> some of them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh let's see max elliott slade was supposed to play colt in this film but he went back to school instead good for him <laughs> good for uh, you <laughs> oh here we are elich gardens where the movie was filmed was completely remodeled for shooting all of the park and ride signs were changed for the movie, and in a few places, the real signs are in the background. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's definitely footage from other places, too. Oh, yeah. There has to be, yeah. yeah. Apparently, Elitch Gardens is in Colorado? It's well, in Colorado. definitely not near Oh, Oh, yeah, say, that's the one in Denver. Is it still called Elitch Gardens? Yeah, I, mean, I just Googled it. That's I, thought, I thought it was, like, yeah. a Six Flags or something, but okay. Apparently, Six Flags hasn't purchased them as of yet. Okay, well, there you go. Just uh, just north of downtown, you can take the 16th Street thing all the way there. Memorial Day, Day, Day sale, Steve. How much is the pass? <laughs> $69.99. <laughs> Free parking in the rear and more. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And a season pass is only $74. Oh, shit. There you go. <laughs> so you can go be... for a day and for $5 more, you can stay forever. Right? <laughs> well, Drew, Izzy... See. We've reached the most important part. <gasps> what did we learn from Grandpa Mori in the Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain? Uh, Drew, as our guest, would you like to go first? What did we learn from Grandpa Mori? Uh, I, I learned from Grandpa Mori that I can make my grandchildren do non-union manual labor around my house, and yeah. their parents can't say shit about it. Because <laughs> I. You, babe? Because I trained them like ninjas. <laughs> yeah. I learned apparently 14 and 16-year-olds 
are tired of being tired of free karate lessons and don't want to be ninjas anymore, which feels like a lie, but that's what I learned from this movie. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're into girls now. Uh, not with those haircuts. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're just learning. Uh, I learned. Uh, let's see. A prideful ninja is his own worst enemy. And uh, I also learned. <clears throat> You gotta remember the five aspects of the snake fist or whatever. The clo- Respect. The closed fist. The closed fist, that's right. Respect, courage, trust, honor, and teamwork. Brother. Brother. That's all, that's all I got. <laughs> well, Drew, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? Oh, yeah, I guess I do that thing too. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to get also more movie reviews by myself and my co-hosts Jack and Nathan every other Wednesday. We're called the real feels podcast. We bring you a different movie genre every two weeks with a movie to pair and, uh, you know, come on, join us, review some movies, laugh a little bit at Jack's inappropriate jokes. I'll bring some fun facts because <laughs> I, I learned, I learned that from Steve and, yeah. uh, yeah, just, uh, join us, find us up on, uh, all, you know, podcatchers out there, social media, Real Fills Podcast. That's R E E L, like a film reel. And uh, yeah. Excellent. How many times has uh, Jack made a Michael J. Fox as a director of photography joke? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> well, we did do the Frighteners. <laughs> oh God, that's right. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I can't remember if he actually made like a poor joke and I had to edit it out. Um, man, he made a joke recently in our they live episode and i i i I took it out because i felt like it was in poor taste (laughs) not that he'll not that he'll ever know (laughs) steve have you ever removed any of my jokes oh god babe that is half of my job is removing some of the horrible horrible things we say guys if if what you're listening to is us saying horrible jokes imagine what steve cuts out good then my job here is done (laughs) Dave, are you on social media at all? So I am. Can you? <laughs> you can at me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And I have a Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Guys, come join the Sticker of the Month Club. Every month I'll mail you a sticker and a handwritten card. Steve? Oh, yes. <laughs> where can we find you? Oh, you can find us everywhere under all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies, or you can us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Thanks, future Steve. Uh, we also have a new website, uh, EILFmovies.com, where you it's basically me with little mini movie reviews and links to all of our cool stuff. Uh, yeah, check out the local artisan collective where Izzy's uh, pimping her wares and yeah. we're doing classes and. Yeah, we, we just keep up to date on all the cool stuff we're doing. We have a lot of virtual things that are probably coming up because, you know, some uh, some theaters aren't managed quite as well as others. We'll yeah, do it that way. we will. Uh, let's put a little asterisk by it. But worst case, we go virtual. We can get even more viewers. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Go from two to four. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Drew. And this is... 
Everything I learned from movies. movies. Hi, yeah, everybody! Yeah! Ninja. <laughs> <laughs>